0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about loving your inner lizard brain for more peace and calm. And the lizard brain is a huge player in the anxiety world. So it's important that we understand kind of who this lizard brain is and why it's there and what we can do to make life a little bit easier for ourselves and get ourselves out of living daily down the wormhole of anxiety. The lizard brain is the very first Main part of the three brains, and it's the most ancient, okay, so hence the name lizard brain. But it is the part of the brain that was developed earliest, it was the brain that very first was developed. Sometimes it's called the ancient brain, the lower brain, the reptilian brain, and it is the very basic survival part of the brain. So you can see where this is coming in with anxiety, right? Our anxiety is so deep-seated in survival, in being safe, in being okay, accepted, whatever, but it is about danger and am I safe? So it is really called the amygdala, which controls not only memory, speech, and visual cues but its job is to provide us with our most primal instincts, fear, hunger, and arousal. And hence it's known as the feed and breed part of the brain. This is the part that is keeping us going. It is the part of survival and If you are here on this planet, listening to this episode, you had ancestors who had strong amygdalas that knew how to do these things. They had good instincts. They could find food. They could run from danger and they could procreate. So that is why you are here. So we can see this lizard brain, this amygdala is not the bad guy. We want to remember that as we are going forward through our anxiety journey. There's no hate here. There's no need to cut it out. We don't need to eliminate our amygdala. We need to get back into harmony with our brains all working together these three parts of our brains. This lizard part of the brain is responsible for signaling to the body to release stress hormones. And this includes the adrenaline and the cortisol that we who are anxious or we who are very sensitive to our bodies so easily feel. And it causes those with anxiety so much trouble because it sends them into fear. This most basic part of our brain, the lizard or the amygdala, will hijack the more thinking parts of our brain when it is in fear. Not that it is in fear. It is that it is alarmed. It is on. It is at the forefront. We feel it as fear. The amygdala is just doing its job and its job is to avoid harm so that it is in our best interest to be kind to the lizard. I like to call it pet the lizard, which I learned from Rick Hansen. I loved hearing that term. And I think it's the perfect way to look at it. I have had clients who have had pet lizards, not real ones, but like they would have little plastic lizard on their desk to remind them that the lizard is not the bad guy, but it needs to be tended to. We need to pet the lizard and to let it know that it is safe when it is in an oversensitized state and reacting to everything under the sun. We need to pull up our other parts of our brain and realize, well, the amygdala is going off. I feel all these stress and anxious sensations. I can feel those hormones flooding my body but everything is okay. I am safe. And so then it is our job with our other parts of our brain to pet the lizard and get the amygdala back down again into it's just waiting. It's just there for when you need it, when the smoke alarm does go off, or a car does cut you off in traffic and you need that incredible focus to take care of things. But we don't need that all day, every day. And once we are oversensitized and our amygdala is going off at everything under the sun, we can become exhausted. Living down the wormhole with that kind of anxiety is exhausting. So fortunately, we do have these other two parts of our brain that can help us do all of that. And here are the three basic stages, right? So the basic Reptile brain is the brain stem, and this is focused generally on avoiding harm. So remember that, that's your amygdala, that is your lizard, the brain stem, and it is focused on avoiding harm. And then the next brain that developed was the mammalian brain, the limbic system, and this is focused on rewards. Then the third and final part of our brain to date is the primate part, the cortex, and this is focused on attaching. So if you want to help yourself feel less anxious, concerned, uneasy, nervous, or traumatized feelings and reactions that are highly affected by the lizard brain, then you need many, many repetitions of feeling safe, protected, and at ease to leave lasting traces in the brainstem that produced the first emotion, the most primal one of all, fear. Or to say it differently, your inner lizard needs a lot of petting. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So here are some ideas for you to try to get so that you are not angry with your amygdala, your little lizard brain, but that you understand that it has become overly active. It is sensitized to life. And so you are going to have to be the one in charge of letting it know when things are okay so try these things be aware notice when the protective lizard begins to stand guard and then try to relax a bit remind yourself that you are actually all right right now and send soothing thoughts to your inner lizard self soothe your body remember Most of our triggers come from our own body, not the outside world. So as your body begins to settle down, that sends the message up to your brain that all is well, that there is no emergency. So use your body. We talk about using our body all the time because this is an endless loop. The messages go from our body to our mind and our mind back down to our body. The brain is part of the body, but the mind is getting the thinking part, right? So we want to make sure that we are sending messages with our thinking that all is well. We are going to check out our environment and we're then going to let our body do some of the work. Let your body do some of this heavy lifting. Relax your body. Let go of those muscles that are tensed up. Those shoulders that are up around your ears, let them come down. I do this as a check all the time. You know, I talk to people all day, every day. And when I am asking them if their muscles are tense, I check mine at the same time and I relax them exactly then. And you know what? You can do that with me right now. Where are your muscle tensions taking you? Are you tensed up? Let's just let them go just a little bit. And now let it go just a little bit more and add a smile to it. It really makes a difference. We're sending messages that all is well. Take a deep breath and feel each part of the breath, noticing that you are basically okay and letting go of tension and anxiety as you exhale. And I want you to repeat this as often as you like feel the part of the breath coming in. Long time ago, I learned a a three-part breathing and I've never forgotten it. And it, it was learning to actually feel the breath going down deep where your belly is actually expanding. And then in the mid chest and then the upper chest to actually feel the air filling the lungs like that. So try that and notice that you are basically okay with that breath. And with that exhale, which you know, we want the exhale to be longer. We want it to be slower. And with that longer, slower exhalation, you can be letting go of tension and anxiety. And again, do this as often as necessary. It's a great practice to be able to find Times when you can do this. I call them touchstones. Often getting in the car is a good one. Just getting in the car and shutting the door, you can take a mindful three part breath where you are actually feeling each part of where the breath is going and reminding yourself, looking around your environment, that you are okay. There may be challenges, there may be things that need to get done. All of that will be handled in good time. But right now in this present moment, you are okay. That's petting the lizard. You know, we talk about we want to be reassured. Your job is to reassure the lizard. You are okay. We don't need your help right now, but I'm so glad that you are there for emergencies. Let the lizard stand down, but it won't go down. If you are chronically anxious, you're going to have to intervene. Now, we're not built to have to do this. We are built that we would normally go back into our own rest and digest state of the parasympathetic nervous system. But when you have lived with anxiety for a long while, or lived with stress, or lived with trauma, you are not there. You don't bounce back and forth very easily. You need to train yourself into this. And one way you can do this is by petting the lizard. And you can change your posture to pet the lizard. Sit up taller, or stand up, or sit down and be aware of your body's posture? Are you upright? Or are you caving forward so that you're closing your chest down? You can't even breathe well with that. But that is like a survival kind of posture that is not sending a message of safety. That is not sending a message of all is well. We want to stand tall and let the chest be open, right? because we see that we can do that. We are safe. We do not need to be covering our vital organs by crouching into the C position. I want you to bring your attention to your daily activities and notice that as you do them, that you are safe. You are okay. And there is no danger. Now, there may be discomfort. There may be pain. There may be challenges. There may be many things you don't like, but you are not in danger. And this is the message that you want to get to the lizard. Yes, things are uncomfortable, but discomfort does not equal danger. Discomfort can be handled. And you have a whole brain, a big brain, three parts of your brain that can all work together in order to solve the problems that are on your list. They are not imminent dangers. And we want to let the lizard know that we can handle this. All these things that I say to you guys, you've got this, we can do this. That's all stuff you need to say to the lizard brain. This is petting the lizard. Do not be angry at the lizard. There is no reason to dislike a part of your brain. It is there for a reason. It has gotten you to where you are, but it may be on overdrive. It may be overstimulated. You may be paying way too much attention to its little alarms. We can think about it with the smoke alarm. The smoke alarm goes off sometimes when there's no smoke. I don't know about you, but usually for me, it's two o'clock in the morning and the smoke alarm goes off. Well, the heart starts pounding. You jump out of bed. You check to see that everything's okay. And then you get the broomstick or whatever you have to do to turn that smoke alarm back to its regular setting where it's just sitting there waiting. Well, sometimes our amygdala gets like that too. It's overstimulated. I don't know they told me maybe there was dust in it or something. Well, it certainly wasn't smoke. That's all I know. And so we can do that for ourselves too. We can look around our environment and send the message back to the amygdala, to our lizard brain, that all is well. Giving the inner lizard some attention and well deserved petting can get you very calming results. But remember, you need to do a lot of this. So let it become a new habit. I hope this has been helpful for you. I so appreciate each and every one of you that are listening and all of the mail that you send and the social media that you say hello on. I very much appreciate you all. And now for today's quote. You can't change who you are, but you can change what you have in your head. You can refresh what you're thinking about. You can put some fresh air in your brain. And that's from Ernesto Bertorelli. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha.